Arizona Sports, sports. the local sports sports leader, Burns and Gambo, the 4 o'clock reset, brought to you by Collins Comfort AC and Plumbing, proud home services partner of the Arizona Cardinals, 4 o'clock reset. And just like that, it's 4 o'clock. This show's flying by, and why not? Because we've got a lot of stories, a lot of news to talk about today, and we'll get you caught up on all of it right here on the 4 o'clock reset. If you didn't hear, how could you not have heard by now? The Phoenix Suns have traded for Kevin Durant. And as you might imagine, what? yeah, I know, sorry, I didn't mean to break when it to you. When did this happen? Huh? What? Can you imagine being the last person to hear that news? Wait, what? The Suns did what? They traded for Kevin Durant? Yeah, didn't you hear? No, when did that happen? Yeah. Last night, about 11 o'clock. You think there's anybody in Phoenix that doesn't know that right now? <laughs> um, Is there somebody right now that doesn't know? For uh, Unless you absolutely do not care at all about sports. No, if you're a sports fan. If you're a sports fan, you know. By now, you know. If you're even kind of a sports fan, you know the Suns got Kevin what Durant. What if you were in, you were coming, you're, you're on a plane right now from Australia. <laughs> you left last night, right? And that person this, might not know. Maybe you're on, like you're coming from New Zealand or Australia. I'm actually going on Australia radio at 6.15 tonight. Um, they, they, they like the suns out there. So, like, if you're on a big, long flight, you left, I don't know, you left Italy and you had to transfer in London and then you come in here and it's like... Is it possible? I hate to break it to you. You know they have Wi-Fi on those flights now, don't you? I do. Okay. I just. I mean, it's, it's not like you're totally in a vacuum Some people sealed. are cheap. They don't want to spend the money uh, for it. That's, that's true. That's they just true. watch the free TV. Mikkel Bridges, Cam Johnson, four unprotected first-round picks and a pick swap, and Jake Crowder, who then got rerouted to the Bucks for five second-round picks. And the Pacers got Serge Ibaka, Jordan Nawara, and two second-rounders. That's basically what the Suns gave up to get Kevin Durant. They also, in a separate deal, traded Dario Saric and a second-rounder to the Thunder in exchange for Darius Baisley. The Baisley thing is interesting because he's different than Dario for the simple reason that he's a defensive-minded guy. He had fallen out of favor in Oklahoma City, but he's got good size. He can defend one through five. So if he comes in here, he can play 10 to 12 minutes a game and just concentrate on defense. He could find a role for the Phoenix Suns. All right, now the Suns are in action tonight. They're in Atlanta taking on the Hawks. No Devin Booker. He's been ruled out due to injury management. Uh, No Kevin Durant. Obviously, he's not ready to play yet with the team. No campaign, no Landry Shamit, no Mikael Bridges, no Kim uh, Johnson. They're going to be a little shorthanded tonight. 5.30 tip time on the Arizona Sports app and ESPN 620. I, I heard Eddie Johnson offered five minutes a game. <laughs> I heard EJ was like, I can you know give what? you five off the bench, coach. He, Tom Chambers, they could probably do something as well. Tom's always here, local. EJ oh, with true. the team. EJ's with the team. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Nine available bodies tonight. All right, we haven't talked about any of this stuff yet, so let's get into it. Okay. The Pelicans are getting Josh Richardson from the Spurs for Devontae Graham and four second-round picks. The Memphis Grizzlies acquired Luke Kennard in a three-team trade where Eric Gordon got sent to the Clippers, and the Rockets get John Wall. They're expected to let John Wall go. Right. Danny Green also went there. Three second-round picks and a pick swap with the Clippers as well. You stop whenever you want to jump in on these. Okay. Um, oh, there's a lot of them. I'm going to let you get through some. The Clippers uh, also traded two second-round picks for Bones Highland from the Nuggets. They also sent Reggie Jackson to the Hornets for center Mason Plumley. And according to reports, Jackson could reach a buyout in Charlotte, and the Suns could use him. The Lakers sent Patrick Beverly and a second-round pick to the Magic for center Mobamba. The Nuggets with Pat Bev get bought out. He might. 
I don't, don't don't give me that look. Don't get don't give me that look. No, no, no. Quit looking at me like that. Quit no. looking at me no, like no, that. No, would no, you? No. Would no, no, you? no, 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 we, no. We, no. Quit looking at me. No, yeah. Kyler's right on this one. Quit looking at me like would you? Would you? No, I would not. I would not if he gets bought out. Help. You don't. He's that guy. You don't. You don't like him when he's not on your team. But if he's when he's on your team, busting everybody else's ass. You might like the guy. Uh, former Blazers forward Josh Hart was shipped to the Knicks today. Good trade sent for back the Knicks. Cam Reddish and others. You like that trade for? Well, the I Knicks. think Brunson's very happy. They played together at Villanova. He's a bigger guard. He's a very defensive oriented guy. Reddish was terrible. Uh, I, I know Brunson was very excited. Very, you know when he found out the news. I think he was having his jersey retired at Villanova. Found out that. That they were bringing his former teammate in. That's a really good move for the Knicks. Yes, the, like it. the Raptors get Jakob Pertl from the Spurs for Kem Birch at 2024 first and two second round picks. So no Van Vliet trade, no nope. Siakam trade, no OG Ananobi no trade, OG Ananobi no Gary trade. Trent Jr. No trade. Gary Trent Jr. trade. No Gary Trent Jr. trade. Nope. None of that stuff you happened see? today. You see? None of that stuff happened they today. They got Jakob Portal. The, they added. They didn't subtract. They no, added. So it's a good trade yeah. for them. They needed a center. The 76ers acquired Jalen McDaniels and two first-round picks in a deal that sent Matisse Thibel to the Blazers uh, along with a second-rounder to the Hornets as well. Was that part of the Plumlee deal to the Clippers? Uh, might have been. I, I might have been. I'm not sure. Jalen McDaniels was a guy that you know they kept saying the Suns liked him, and I kept saying, nope, the Suns don't like Jalen McDaniels, but he goes to Philly for a couple of second rounders, and he's a you know he's a good player. He's a good player. He's young. He's uh, he's had a really good year, and he's defensively he's pretty good. So he finds a new home in Philadelphia. And then finally, when it comes to the trade deadline, the Atlanta Hawks acquired Sadiq Bay from the Pistons in a three-team trade involving the Warriors. Detroit Weisman. is getting James Weissman back in the deal. Mm. Golden State getting five second-round picks, saving themselves some money for the luxury tax with the Golden State Warriors with that. But deal. Atlanta gets Sadiq Bay. Atlanta gets Sadiq Bay. I kind of. Like Sadiq Bay. I do too. Suns liked him in the draft a few years ago too. Good player. Yeah. In the NFL, as the league prepares for Super Bowl 57, Cardinals wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins talking to our own Tyler Drake, saying he did meet with new GM Monty Austin Ford. We definitely talked. Uh, not, not so much about my future, but we had a good conversation, which is good. And um, you know, that's all you can ask for, man. You know, to sit down and, and, and talk with, with the new GM. What was the first impression of him? Uh, great guy. Great guy, man. Uh, he comes from a good background. Of, of you know organizations and he's been around great people. He's a First time we mentioned the NFL since the show started. I know. I know. There you go. Well, what happens when Kevin Durant gets traded been, to the Phoenix Suns? That kind of a day. Uh, in addition to that, Broncos head coach Sean Payton cleared some air with Kay Adams this morning after his former co-host Terry Bradshaw said that Sean Payton wasn't a fan of Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson. Here's Sean Payton on Up and Adams with Kay Adams. I like Kyler Murray. My, my son is his biggest fan. After the interview, my son sent me a, a combination, like all his high school throws, college throws. I, I think um, the other day Terry Bradshaw was interviewed. And so I love Terry. Like he's been that group that I work with has been amazing. I can tell you love them. But when Terry gets interviewed, like you just go, <gasps> you hold your breath. Okay. Because <laughs> you don't know what's going to come out. Damage control. 
tooth. I love the guy. Can you put the toothpaste back in the tube? The damage control. Sean right Payton there. putting the toothpaste back in the tube. If you're Sean Payton on that one, and a staple of February in the Valley is set to tee off. The first round of the Waste Management Phoenix Open gets underway. From TPC is underway. You can find the full list of tee times on the Arizona Sports app. That is our four o'clock reset here on the Burns and Gambo Show. When we come back, we circle back to our top story of the day, as it is, of course, the big trade. Kevin Durant to the Phoenix Suns. How it all went down, what it means, next on the Burns and Gambo Show. Burns and Gambo. Afternoons 2 till 6 on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Today, and um, what a day to be out, because we've just met all sorts of great people. We've got all sorts of reasons for you to come down and see us. We are at the Safeway on the southeast corner of 83rd Avenue in Camelback. We're here with our friends from Coca-Cola, your home-gating headquarters. Not tailgating headquarters, your home-gating headquarters. Our game-time rewards program from Coca-Cola, as obviously with a big, big event coming up this weekend, you want to make sure you're all set. They've got great deals on Coca-Cola products. They've got all food here that you would ever want. We have got stuff that we're giving away, signed footballs and helmets from players like J.J. Watt and A.J. Green. Come down here, register, say hi. We've got a nice crowd. Everybody coming out, hanging out with the Burns and Gambo Show again. 83rd Avenue and Camelback. We're at the Safeway, and with we're here with our friends from Coca-Cola with the big game coming up this weekend. Of course, today, as you would expect, we are all about the Suns. We are all about Kevin Durant, because as we joked about at the beginning of the show at straight up 2 o'clock, Gambo and I were not even close to being awake when this thing went down. <laughs> 11 yeah. o'clock, I got up this morning and had to fumble for my reading glasses to look at my, because my phone had just exploded in the middle of the night with text yeah. messages and, and alerts, and, and I'm like, what the hell happened? Oh, Kevin Durant got traded to the Suns. You know, there's a, there, there, there's a perfect song that simplifies what happened from last night till tonight. And that's song is if you have it mitch what am i happy about or upset about do you have my song yes i do give me one second <laughs> <laughs> I was you don't know what's going this. on back here here you go all right just listen to the words last night Suck. That one was great. That was that was great. Usually your songs are just so brutally awful. That one, I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for the payoff. I'm waiting for the payoff. There you know what? The payoff was pretty damn good. There that was is. really good. That was. There it is. Last night I turned out the light, laid down, and thought about you. Uh, I thought about the way it could be. Two o'clock, wondering what I'm doing here alone without you. So I closed my eyes. 
nightmares and dream you here with me. Look, it's... I woke up in love this morning, went to sleep with you on my mind. Fantastic. That's great. Normally, I don't like your music. That was good. There I really it is. enjoyed that. I really enjoyed there that. There it is. Um, I, oh, look, I mean, it's some, we were talking about Kevin Durant yesterday, and at some point I said I, I, I was looking forward to the trade deadline because I want it to be like Christmas morning. I wa- I'm, I'm going to wake up on the day of the NBA trade deadline, and I'm not going to know what's waiting under the tree for me. I'm going to come bounding down the stairs. I'm going to see the tree. I'm going to see the presents, and I can't wait to open them because I don't know what's under there. Waking up to the news that Kevin Durant had been traded to the Phoenix Suns, it was Christmas morning. Yeah. It was just like, hey, we got presents to open. Look, it's Kevin Durant. Hey, there's TJ Warren. Hey, there's we got an owner who's going for it. We've got a team who recognizes the window. We, we, it, it was exactly what I wanted today to be. It was like waking up on Christmas morning and having no idea what was under the tree. It was awesome. Um, we, we here on Burns and Gambo, we talk a lot about windows. Window one versus window two. And we've had this conversation for months now. Window one is the Chris Paul window. Window two is the post-Chris Paul window. How much of window two were the Suns willing to sacrifice in the name of window one? Last night, this morning, we got a big affirmative answer to that question. The question is a lot of it. They were willing to sacrifice almost all of window number two in the name of window one. And I think maybe that surprised you a little bit because I know you were a big window two advocate. I I was a big window two advocate. And then, you know, I I did check in with, with the Suns this morning and they were only willing to to sacrifice window two if they were could go deep enough in window one. That meant, and that, that's why they weren't going to give up draft picks for John Collins. They weren't going to give up draft picks for OG Ananobi. It had to be for a guy that would get them deep enough in window one, a guy that they believe could win them a championship. Not maybe, but like, we can, we're going to win the, we're the favorites right now. So they gave up a portion of window two for sure to, because of Kevin Durant. They were unwilling to do that for every other guy that we shot down. Remember, we shot down 20 rumors on guys that the Suns were rumored to be getting or reported to be getting because they were never interested in those guys because they weren't going to give up draft picks for anybody like that. But Kevin Durant was worth sacrificing window two because the, now you got now the question is how long is window one open? Is it just open for this year? Is it open for this year and next year? Yeah. Can it possibly be open for for two more years after this year? We don't know that, but. It's definitely open right now, and I think for next year, too. Yeah, it's it's a great question when we talk about the window. Kevin Durant, assuming he finishes his career here, um, will be here for four more postseasons. How many of those postseasons will he still be Kevin Durant? I don't know the answer to that question. I'm willing to guess that at the very least, the Suns have this postseason and next postseason of an absolute guaranteed Kevin Durant in his prime. You can go make a run for it. You've got two of the best ten players in the NBA on your roster over the next two postseasons playing at the peak of their powers. Now, beyond that, beyond next year's playoffs, I don't know. I don't know how age impacts Durant. I don't know how his body holds up. I don't know how his game holds up. Yeah. I think you've got at least two postseasons. I don't think window number one is tied to Chris Paul. I think Chris Paul could not be on this team next season. And the window is still very much open. I, I, I don't think it closes. That's a good point. Paul I haven't thought leaves. about. I don't think it does. So window one has now become Booker and KD more so than Booker and Paul. Yes. 
Because window number one was always tied to the age of, of Chris Paul. Yes. And and his inability to, you know, to maybe get through postseason series healthy. And now you take Paul out and you say, okay, you're, you know, at times you might be the fourth option on this team. It doesn't have to be you and Booker have to be great anymore. Devin Booker and Kevin Durant are great. They win a championship. And Chris Paul is a complimentary piece that's still very good. Mm-hmm. But can you can win with Chris Paul having a bad game. You yeah. can win with, you might be able to win with Chris Paul having a bad series. You might. You might. And I'd like to sit here and say that window number one is now extended all the way through Kevin Durant's career. I just don't know how he's going to age you know i just i don't know how his body's going to hold up so i'm i'm hesitant to say window number one now lasts till the end of kevin durant's career i i I don't know that for sure i think the thing to consider with window number two all right yeah there's no more mikhail there's no more cam and eventually ayton's contract's going to run out and paul's contract's going to run out and so is durant you still got devin booker locked up he is still a top 10 player in this league and as we've seen over the course of the last two years guys want to come play with Devin Booker. Chris Paul wanted to come play with Devin Booker. Kevin Durant specifically called Devin Booker a savant during the Olympics a year and a half ago. Wanted to come play with Devin Booker. Who's to say that three years from now when this window one closes, that window two doesn't open up with a bunch of new guys wanting to come play with one of the best two guards, if not the best two guard we don't in know. the NBA? We don't, we don't know. know. I mean, it's, it's logical to think that that window could be a different looking window, window two. Yeah, but you know what you had? You, you knew what window two to look like before today. Yes. You didn't you, now you don't know what it's going to look like. A good point. But so you knew what was in that window. You, you know, you know Bob Ross was the painting was almost done, done. I mean, you could have filled in a few spots, but that the house was there, the happy tree was there, the clouds were you had you had book, you had Mikhail, you had Cam, you had DA. You knew that was your core. You added to that core, you can win a championship. That window could have stayed open for a long time. Window 2 now, you know you've got book in it. But is an aging Kevin Durant in that window? Is and who you don't know who's going to be in the window. Yeah. So the window might be open, but we just don't know because we don't know who's in the window. We're talking about a couple years down the road. The only guy in the contract is is Devin Booker. There's no doubt this has made the Phoenix Suns the favorite to win the West and maybe the favorite to win the NBA championship. So much to continue to unpack about this. Now listen for your name every day this week for your chance to win tickets to Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Text the word Super to six twenty six twenty to register. Once you hear your name, call in within the time frame, and you could be headed to Super Bowl 57, plus you'll win tickets to the following events. The FanDuel Party, the Bud Light Music Fest, the Super Bowl Experience. Again, text the word SUPER to 620-620. As excited as we are for the additions, we must talk about the subtractions. In particular, one of the most popular players to ever put on a Suns uniform. That's next on the Burns and Gambo Show. Burns and Gambo. Afternoons on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, let's send it back to the Auction Community Studios. Eric Ruby is standing by. He's got an update on our Twitter poll question of the day here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Burns and Gambo need to know Twitter poll update presented by Sanderson Ford. Rubes, what's cooking? The trade is now official. So yes, it is. Officially, who will benefit the most as a result of the Suns acquiring Kevin Durant? Your four Bonnie options. Williams. <laughs> Could be. Me. Dave Burns. I will. I will benefit the most from this. No, These okay. are all great uh, options, but they're not the ones that you could pick. Okay. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, 
DeAndre Ayton and Kevin Durant. Go ahead. I think it's Ayton. I think the amount of crazy open looks he's going to get is is off the chart. I, I mean, I just think he's there's going to be so much attention paid to those two guys that it's going to set Aiton up as long as he takes advantage of it. Uh, I don't his shot. You know, I don't know if he's going to get as many looks now. He's he's competing with Kevin Durant for shot attempts, right? But I think he's going to have plenty of opportunities and open looks. I, I think he benefits the most from it. You went with Paul. I went with Chris Paul because the the, the amount of pressure that is off. Chris Paul now to have to be great every game and every series for the Suns to win is gone. It's gone. You know, you you know when when you're the third guy and maybe it sometimes will be the fourth guy on that team, it there's a lot less pressure on Chris Paul now because Kevin Durant can and not only do the the scoring but handle the ball. Kevin Durant handles the ball a lot, so that's going to take a lot of pressure off of Chris. Uh, but according to our audience, Eric, uh, none of us got the right one right, or has it changed? You know, I think they're all right answers, but the one leading the way that's the most right is Devin Booker at 41%. DeAndre Ayton still sitting in second at 26.5%. Chris Paul at 217 and Kevin Durant at 108 right, that's the uh, poll question. You can find it on the Burns and Gambo Twitter page, at Burns and Gambo. One word is where you can find it. This tweet coming down uh, from James Herbert. He's an NBA writer for CBS Sports. He just tweeted out that Mikkel Bridges is at the Barclays Center. The Nets are playing tonight. I don't know if he's available to play yeah, tonight, I, but he's I, there. I had a woman ask me a really inter- real interesting question. Mikhail Bridges' streak. Is it in jeopardy if he doesn't play in any of these games? Well, you're in limbo now until you pass your physical. If he passed you physical and then you don't, you know, as, lo- as long as he, like, he wouldn't count for the Suns tonight. The Suns are going to play a game. If Mikael Bridges isn't on the Suns anymore, he got traded, so that doesn't matter. Now you go to the Nets, and until he passes his physical, he's not really on a team yet. So then once he passes that, then, you know, then that would restart. So I would imagine that if if he's, you know, if... If as long as he hasn't passed, his, if if he's passed his physical and doesn't play tonight, then that streak might end. That would be a shame. I would I would wonder, like if he's passed his physical. I mean, I I would hope in the name of the streak they would just throw him out there for five minutes just to keep the streak alive, yeah. even if he doesn't know what they're doing and he's not familiar with their system. That's a that streak's a big deal. He hasn't missed a game since he's walked into the league, right? I, I would hate. For something like this to put it in jeopardy, even if he's, you know, again, I don't know if has he passed his physical, is he not, is he eligible to play tonight, or is he is he not, I don't, I don't know, I don't know the answer right. to that and question. He might not be eligible to play, and if he's not eligible to play, then I think the streak is still intact. But the deal is official. It has been announced by the Phoenix Suns moments ago. Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jake Crowder, one, two, three, four unprotected first-round picks, and a pick swap with the Brooklyn Nets in exchange for Kevin Durant and TJ now, this is not meant at all to minimize anybody else in the deal. But Mikael Bridges, and Gambo, we see this from time to time, especially with the Suns, right? Like, in order to get what they want, and sometimes it's been with very mixed results, they've traded very popular players. Dan Marley for Hot Rod Williams. Uh, Michael Finley for Jason Kidd is one that comes to mind. Whoa. Sean Marion for Shaq is another that comes to mind. From my era, of course, Jeff Hornacek, in addition to everybody else, for Charles Barkley. Um, I mean, to, to get what you want, you have to give up something you don't. 
And in this case, given his popularity, and I don't want to just make it sound like he was a popular guy with the fans, because he was, Mikel Bridges is an extremely skilled NBA player, and the Suns are really going to miss him. There's no question. I mean, he is such a dynamic player. His ability to guard all of those different positions. He, you know, there's a story in the New York paper right now. Mikael Bridges' shocking reaction to the Nets trade after Kevin Durant blockbuster. So he had he had a tweet, and it was just like. O-M-Y-G-O-D. Oh, my God. L-O-L. About 1 o'clock in the morning uh-huh. after he found out that he was, you know, being traded. And then, you know, Kyle Kuzma reacted. And, look, I, Mikhail Bridges was – it was not that he was untouchable, but the Suns were trying to do everything they could to not put him in that package. So now he goes to the Nets. He's a Villanova product. He's a Philadelphia native. He was, you know, uh, sent to the Suns on draft night. And he's been a terrific Suns player. He's not a guy that you can easily replace, and you're not going to try. You'll get different type players. You'll try to find defensive players. But Mikhail Bridges is not a guy that you look at and you say, you can replace Cam Johnson. I like Cam. You like Cam. I can find guys that can shoot the basketball. There's plenty of them. Mm-hmm. Those guys are all around the league. I like Cam. He's, he's a bigger guy that shoots the basketball at 6'8". You can find guys like that. You can't find Mikhail Bridges. They don't grow on trees, which is why I reported earlier after after speaking to some teams, there were teams that were willing to give up three first-round draft picks to get to get Mikael Bridges if the Nets were willing to trade him. Yeah, it was it was almost like a I almost had like a hypocritical reaction to it this morning because I, I saw that Mikael had gotten traded. He's one of my favorite all-time Suns players, and I have no hesitation in saying that whatsoever. And I've I've loved this organization since I was five years old. I'm, I'm going to go back to the mid '70s, born and raised. Um, I Mikael is one of my all-time favorites. And yet I was hypocritical because there were rumors this morning circulating on Twitter that maybe the Nets would flip him. You know, I mean, And I saw your tweet about being able to get three first-rounders for Mikel. Man, there was about 45 minutes today on social media where there was a crap ton of talk about Mikel going to the Memphis Grizzlies. And I'm like, oh, please don't. No, 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 no. Don't. You know, I I, I like Mikel out east. I like him somewhere where he's not going to, where I'm not going to regret it. And I'm, I'm never going to regret it, but where he's not going to make you regret it on on a given night. That would have been, yeah. You know, like he, he could root from with the Nets. It would have been hard if he was playing against the Suns in a playoff series. Sure. In a best of seven series, Suns, right. Grizzlies, Western Conference Finals. Like, and oh, man. You got to root against Mikel. I, I didn't, as a forever fan, I didn't want to be put in that situation. So I was grateful when the deadline came and went and Mikel didn't go anywhere because I was scared to death that a Western Conference team was going to do exactly what you said give up the three first round picks for him. And now he's in your backyard. You got to deal with him in your conference. Now you don't. At least for now, you don't, which is good. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of things to like about Mikhail, and, and and one of them is he's under a really good contract. Like, that contract, he, that's a really good contract yes, it for is. a player like him. That is, and he's not just, like, he's a real valuable player on a team. And especially this year with what he's done recently, his ability to pick up the scoring slack, his ability to shoot the three. I mean, he benefited a lot from Chris and Devin being out and having that opportunity to be the main scorer, you know, on certain nights. So his game has been elevated. He's only going to get better. He's one of the truly great professionals. I'm interested in the locker room, too. I mean, the Suns have good chemistry and everything, but him and Cam Johnson were two guys that played a vital part in that in that locker room. I'm glad you brought that up. 
I, I mentioned that earlier as well. I we talk about Mikel on the court, off the court. He was you called him the Buda Baker of the Phoenix Suns, and and when you said it, you're 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 right. And it dug it twisted the knife a little bit, you know. Like I like to me, and I'm very clear about this. I have zero regrets about this. I have zero doubt this was the right thing for the Suns to do, and I would do it every single day that ends in why I have no hesitation in throwing my full support behind this deal. But Mikel in that locker room is to the Suns what Buda Baker is to the Arizona heart Cardinals. And soul. And heart, and heart and soul. And they are going to miss that guy. They are going to miss that. And I don't know how much like a, they're going to miss that guy. It you was know? almost like the Suns got Kevin Durant. Oh, my God. And then you, know, you, you did have a pause. Oh, my God. They gave up Mikel Bridges. Okay, now let's go back to the guy, how excited you. So it was like this initial, like, oh, my God, the Suns got Kevin Durant. And then it was a pause. Oh, but they gave up Mikhail. Nobody cares about the picks they gave up. Nope. Cab's a nice player, but I think Mikhail was the one you took a little bit of a pause with Mikhail being gone. And then you went back to the, just the pure excitement and joy of Kevin Durant being on the Suns. Yeah, a lot of emotions. Um, we're all coming at it from different kind of perspectives and everything. Now, join us tomorrow from 2 until 6. We kick off the Pepsi Fan Fest from the Arizona Center in downtown Phoenix. It includes food, beverages, game, live performances by Tech 9 and others, plus an autograph signing by Ricky Waters. That's this Friday at the Arizona Center in Phoenix. Ricky Waters? Ricky Waters. We will miss you, Mikel. We will not miss talking about one of the other guys in this trade and we're not talking about Cam Johnson. You know who we're talking about next on the Burns and Gambo Show. Arizona Sports All Access presented by Bud Light and FanDuel. Oh yeah. We want to send someone to the Super Bowl. Time for our Arizona Sports All Access qualifier and today's qualifier is Tyler Beatty from Mesa. Tyler you have 10 minutes to call 602-260-9870 to qualify for your chance to win tickets to Super Bowl 57. If we don't hear from Tyler in 10 minutes, then we'll open it up. But for now, Tyler and Tyler only. Please call 602-260-9870. If you didn't hear your name, you can still qualify by texting the word SUPER to 620-620. Listen for your name tomorrow during Bickley and Murata. Once again, Tyler B. From Mesa. 10 minutes, 602-260-9870. The saga is over. The Jay- it took forever, but he's finally Jay Crowder is finally on a new team. And that team is the Milwaukee Bucks, by the way, not the new the not the Brooklyn Nets. He got traded to Milwaukee from the Nets. The Nets never wanted him. But he needed to be part of the deal to make the KD trade work. But finally Jay Crowder could play basketball again. Yeah, and, and you know what? We had spent the last couple of weeks going into the deadline thinking it was going to be a minor move involving Jay Crowder, unless there was something like the, this they were working on. I, and I gotta admit, I'm I'm kind Coming correct on this one. I had spent the last month frustrated with the Phoenix Suns for not doing anything with Jay, wondering what was taking so long, partially blaming the Phoenix Suns for not doing something sooner with Jay. That Because I thought they were going to just do something minor with Jay at the deadline, and I was upset that the Suns, frankly, didn't do something with Jay so that they could have had a body for the last month and a half, help him out when they were missing so many guys. Obviously, there was a bigger plan. Obviously, their patience was rewarded by including Jay Crowder in the Kevin Durant trade, and obviously, I only know what I'm talking about, you know, like 60% of the time, 55% of the time. I, you know, I, I'm okay, I, 
I got that one wrong. They obviously had a plan for Jay, and they saw it through to fruition. Yeah, and the reality was that, you know, and we're talking about this now, but Monty did not want Jay on the team. Monty felt that Jay Crowder was too difficult of a player to manage, so he did not want him on the team. So Monty was the one, you know, unbeknownst to some people in the organization, Monty actually called Jay Crowder in the summer and he and on the phone and told him, like, you're not going to be a starter this year. You know, I'm going to start Cam Johnson. And you didn't have to do that. You could have played it out and just said that, you know, Cam won the job in and, and camp. But he decided to call Jay. Now, at that point, Jay was, okay, well, you know, listen, uh, you know, if, if you're going to have a new role for me, I'd like a contract extension. Or if you don't want to give me a contract extension, I'd like to be traded. And then it, the Suns and Monty decided, okay, we're gonna, we're just going to keep you home. We're going to keep you home. There were players on the team that Monty didn't like coaching. JaVale McGee was another one. He didn't like coaching JaVale McGee. But clearly, he did not want Jay Crowder on this roster. He did not like coaching him. He did not want to coach him. He felt that Jay was difficult to manage. Jay was one of those guys that would he would challenge Monty. He could challenge Book. He could challenge Chris. He's a veteran player and had a lot of respect. I mean, he was the one guy that could challenge everybody, including the coach. And so Monty, you know, felt that he was difficult and didn't want him on the team. And so he sat out just about all year. And now finally, Jay Crowder's got a new home. Yeah. And look, I'm not, I'm very glad we're done talking about Jay Crowder. Um, I'm very glad this saga is over. It was, you know, whatever it was that was going on the scenes, behind the scenes between Jay and Monty was annoying and kind of a distraction. And certainly they could have used Jay. And, and I'll say this now that it's over, um, I'm, you know, I'm grateful for what Jay did for the two years that he was here. I don't like how it ended. You know, I, I, I certainly wonder about what was happening behind the scenes that you wouldn't want a guy like that on your roster. Um, but I'm I'm grateful to Jay because Jay was, I think, a very influential figure in changing the culture around You feel here. the same way about him? That you do Kelly Oubre and Ricky Rubio and Aaron Baines are different, the same, worse, um, similar, similar. Good contributions, similar good guys. You know what? I, you I think fondly about their mem- their time here because you know me. I'm I'm pretty easy to forgive guys, right? Like to forgive yeah. people in general. And, and I mean, for me, yeah, it was annoying. I mean, you've got to forgive me every day to do the show with me for something I did. Just about. This right? is me not arguing. Yeah, with you, you wake up every day like, okay, am I gonna? Okay, buy, I, uh, I, I gamble. I forgive you for forgive what you. you haven't done it yet, but I forgive you because you're, you're going to do something, something that's going to piss me off at some exactly. point in the next four hours. Right. So I forgive you for it right from the start. Very yes, it's true. Person, yeah. uh, I'm a very forgiving person. Um, I, I don't. Not that Jay Crowder is yearning for my forgiveness or anything, but you know what I mean. It's like it's like I'm not gonna. The way it went down was awful and it was terrible, and I was tired of talking about it. And I don't know exactly what happened beyond what you're telling me with him and money. I will mostly be appreciative of Jay because. I think Jay brought something this team very much needed for those two years. And frankly, very much missed this year. That edge, that toughness, that knowledge of what was going on. I appreciate his efforts here. I really do. He was certainly a part of why this thing got turned around the way it did. He, that cannot be denied. He was a part of it. I don't. And I give him credit, too, for not making the situation as ugly as it could have been. He had a couple of tweets here and there, you know. But I think for the most part, kept his mouth shut. Didn't get into why he wasn't here. I think he kind of hinted that at some point he wants to explain himself. But while other people were kind of trashing Jay and putting it on Jay, and how could Jay not want to be here? How do you not want to be part of a championship team? Like, a lot of it was being put on Jay. And I give him credit for the restraint that he had to show in not saying anything 
and waiting for this day to come to where he could finally play with somebody else. Yeah, and and so now he's with Milwaukee, which was where it had been talked about him going all along. The Nets flipped him. It was part of like a three-team trade with Indiana. There were multiple second-round draft picks that were all changing hands. But at the end of the day, Jay, now, now, you know, we'll be watching with great interest to see how Mikel does in Brooklyn, how Cam does in Brooklyn. I don't know if I'm watching with as much interest in how Jay does in Milwaukee, but I will be interested just in that it's been so long since he's played. What does he have? You know, like like you talk about checking box scores. I'm going to check the Milwaukee box score now every time they play just to see how many minutes he played. How effective was he? How much? He hasn't played basketball no, what, in eight months, nine months. What matters is can he get ready in the next two months for when the playoffs start to help Milwaukee win a game or two? You know what happens is, you know, you've got, you know, there's, there's ramp-up time. He's not going to be great right out of the gate. First game, second game, it's going to take him five games to get his legs under him. And then after that, we'll see how he does. But he should be a he should be a real big part of their role-player system and help give them some defense and shooting and things like that. He was a good Suns player. I got no ill will towards him. He was a good Suns player. It didn't work out in the end. But he came here and he gave them, you know, something that they needed for two years. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo show, and by the way, I believe I'm giving a final like two-minute warning here or so for our qualifier for the Super Bowl tickets that we're giving away. Who is it? I don't think our person has called in yet. What? Tyler Tyler Beatty from Mesa. B-A-B-E-A-T-T-Y. Beattie. Tyler Beatty. Tyler Beatty. From Mesa. Uh, you have a couple minutes left to call 602-260-9870. Join us Friday from 2 until 6. We're going to be live from the Pepsi Fan Fest from the Arizona Center in downtown Phoenix. Includes food, beverages, games, live performances by Tech 9 and others. This is all coming up tomorrow at the Arizona Center in Phoenix. Once Kevin Durant got traded, he got sent to Atlanta because he covers the Nets. Nick Friedel from ESPN, our guest on the Burns and Gambo Show.